<laughs> I'm in danger. Wait. Yeah, you are. As I'm in the middle of picking out glasses today, you're like sending out to the, the group chat. What do we got to do to help Steven out so that he doesn't die from my toxic views? And I'm like, uh, you're having this conversation while I'm like picking out new frames. Like, why would you do this? Because I. Ah, let me just enjoy the nice scent of IKEA's pear scented candle. <laughs> <laughs> and welcome, welcome everyone. To a brand new episode of the Battle Science Podcast, a Pokemon Go PvP podcast where we talk about Pokemon Go and the Silver Arena and all things that relate. I am one of your hosts, Steven, aka Boy in the Woods, joined as always by Jesse, aka Rocket Adam and Jay. Good evening. Um, ooh, ow, 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 ow. Ooh. Ow. Um, sorry. Uh, whatever. Um, Ain't nobody got time for my dumb stories. Um, <laughs> let's see. I'm just making sure all visually all of my stuff's here. Um, it is dang smack dab in the middle of November of 2021. We are nearing the end of. Ah, oh, that's right. That's the content we were going to talk about. Um, uh, smack dab in the middle of November 2021. Um, we will talk about our uh, 2021 PVP predictions. Um, we have very light news, uh, news segments today. Um, the community question, and then maybe talking a little bit of our current experiences of Sylph or the, the first two months of this current Sylph arena, uh, season, um, because there's literally, uh, we're probably on the eve of a tease for the next Sylph Arisa, Sylph arena meta. Bleh. God, words. Um, <laughs> as well as probably days away from a tease of Pokemon Go's next season. Yep. So. That's the fun thing we have in the in-between. Every once in a while, even with two weeks, sometimes there's just nothing to talk about. Or we could talk about stuff, but it's old. Yeah. Like the, or by the time this goes live on uh, audio platforms, the event has ended. Yep. In the case of the Sinnoh event, this um, showcase of Diamond and Pearl for the remakes, it'll be over. But you know what's not over? Our patron. Our patron. Our patron. You can go to battlescience.com or patreon.com slash battlescience and back us at a dollar tier or more to get the bonus battle science after dark podcasts which are patreon exclusives this month actually i think next week we're going to do a um i hope you like m&ms we're going to be doing a ranking top to bottom of all of the m&ms or as many of them as i can get from regular and peanut to sugar cookie and snowball i don't even know what snowball m&ms are but we're going to be eating them so 
and minis. You gosh darn right. We're I got the M M&M and M minis. M M&M minis. M M&M and minis in the nostalgic tube container. So we are going to be ranking M and M's because for whatever reason I feel like it. So uh, that is on the B sad. You can become a Patreon podcast producer by backing us at five dollar tiers or more. Just like the wonderful people, uh, Dolphin ninety three, James Winston the Champ. Evo, Stevo, and Jamar. Thank you to our wonderful Patreon producers for helping us do what we do and paving the way for that uh, sweet, sweet podcast hosting yearly subscription. Monthly. No, that's a, it's a yearly. Well, there's the Patreon is a monthly. The hosting cost of the podcast is a yearly subscription. True. Okay, I get so, what you're coming from. Yeah. I'll structure that properly. Uh, oh, How do people support us? You can go over to Battle Science or Patreon.com slash Battle Science. Back us there. You can check us out on Twitter. Go over to the YouTubes. Um, if you haven't already, we have actually two pieces of content. If you don't know anything about Pokemon Go PvP, Go listen to our um, preseason primers. Those were episodes for August 27th and September 6th. That's part one and part two. Go check those out. Get some context for what we'll be talking about here in this episode. Um, if you have don't know a whole lot about Pokemon Go PvP, go check those out. And then come back to this episode and be informed. Uh, also, if you haven't heard it, we had a bonus episode of the Battle Science Podcast come out last week, um, and that was a uh, chat with uh, Bowling Bacon of the Queen Bees, and uh, Jamar stopped in for a little while of Wing Attack, uh, along with a couple of the um, written submissions from, I believe, Winston the Champ, also of Wing Attack, um, talking about factions and... The future of PvP. So if you want to go listen to something a little bit more um, casual, discussion-y kind of thing. Um, not that that isn't what this is, but true, it's the same but different. <laughs> kind of like maybe LaCroix flavors. It's the same but different. I just Maybe I'm trying to piss off people that really enjoy LaCroix. Can you have beef with that kind of person? We'll find out. Uh, Next time on Battle Science. Um, <laughs> mm, all right, pardon me. Uh, let's jump into it. Giddy up now. This is the news roundup. Hit button and win. Uh, November 9th, no, November 8th on PokemonGoLive.com. The blog post celebrate the release of Pokemon Brilliant Diamond and Pokemon Shining Pearl with a Pokemon Go event. If you're not aware of Brilliant Diamond and Shining Pearl, um, they are remakes. Not really reimagining, but I think, honestly, remake is probably the best. I, from what I've heard of people that have had an access to the copy, it's a remake. Not to the extent of Let's Go. Uh-huh. Well, let's go. I would almost say is like a reimagining. Yes. Um, this is more along the lines of a remake. Mm, the only thing that's different is the graphics. It's not a remaster because maybe it is technically a remaster. I guess there's a bigger debate here of if it's 
because it's not a yeah hmm. it's not a reimagining no it's not a reimagining no i guess yeah because i'm thinking of the the games they've done that recently with which is i think like some of the older resident evil games where they take the core concepts but they change like a quite a number of um change up some of the mechanics and stuff mm-hmm. um so yeah there's a whole discussion there as far as yeah. <laughs> what which one everything is so um those are coming out for friday thursday thursday when this podcast is out on podcast services around the globe you can go pick up a copy of brilliant diamond and shining pearl for the low low msrp of uh, 59.99 before your local tax um and potentially shipping if you're getting a, a physical copy yep um but to celebrate its release pokemon go is doing an event uh experience the Sinnoh region in an adventure reborn with pokemon brilliant diamond and shining pearl in celebration of the release of these games on Nintendo Switch, Pokemon originally discovered in the Sinnoh region will be appearing more often in Pokemon Go. Turtwig, Chimchar, and Piplup wearing special Sinnoh-inspired hats will be appearing in the wild, and avatar items inspired by those same first partner Pokemon will be available in the shop. Celebrating the release of Brilliant, uh, Brilliant Diamond and Shining Pearl on Nintendo Switch, Tuesday, November 16th at 10 a.m. to Sunday, November 21st at 8 p.m. local time. Available for the full duration of the event, so this is that is the the full duration is less than a week, unfortunately. Um, we have half incubator uh, hatch distance, and one third super incubator distance. Well, that's, I mean, and then on Sunday we'll have quarter distance. So yeah, wait for community day. Yeah, if you can. Um. Costumed Pokemon. These won't evolve. Uh, Turtwig, Chimchar, and Piplup wearing Lucas's hat, um, which is the male main character. Yep. Uh, and then Turtwig, Chimchar, and Piplup wearing Dawn's hat, which is the female main character. If you're lucky, you may encounter a shiny one of any of these. But again, they can't evolve. So you find the Hundo, or you find the one for Little Cup, and that's it. So, yay, or Little League. Yeah. They call it Little League? Little Cup. Okay. They should call it Little League. <laughs> collection Challenge. In celebration of these costume Pokemon making their debut, a collection challenge will be available that requires you to catch them all. All of the hat. Each variation of the starter with each hat. Uh, complete the challenge to earn 1,000 XP, 3,000 Stardust, and an encounter with Frostlass. That's an odd choice, but okay. Uh, the Sinnoh region... Starters are available as onesies for your avatar in the shop, uh, along with other um, main characters' outfits are available, and then stickers, too. So if you like the stickers. You can't tell the events have focused around this new upcoming release. Uh, I don't know how we could tell it easier. Mm, yep. It's, uh, I hope you like Sinnoh. There's an event box, one-time exchange for 20 Pokeballs and one Sinnoh stone. Um, which I believe is, is it a one poke coin or is it a free box? It's a one coin. Okay. Um, and then a great box, 300 poke coins, one time exchange for three super incubators, two incubators and one lure module, um, which can probably come in handy for, uh, community day. 
Yep. With the quarter hatch distance, those incubators are going to be nice. I already bought that box. Did you? Yep. Um. All right, part one. Two days long. Pokemon Brilliant Diamond. The first half of the event brings uh, with an homage to Pokemon Brilliant Diamond. Turtwig, Chimchar, and Piplup wearing red Sinnoh hats will be appearing in the wild. Uh, that same trio wearing white Sinnoh hats will be available as field research encounters. If you're lucky, you might find a shiny Turtwig, shiny Chimchar, or shiny Piplup. Um, the following Pokemon will be appearing more frequently in the wild. Go find Seal for Dugong. Uh, Murkrow is trash. Poochiena is trash. Uh, I like Aeron. I'm going to be catching Aeron, but uh, arguably it is also trash in PvP. Um, the three starters with hats, which means they can't evolve. Bidoof. <laughs> you're into that kind of thing. Uh, Krikatot, Baneri, uh, are uh, mid-tier. Eh, maybe don't prioritize. And then Stunky. Go find yourself a good Stunky for... Uh, uh, blanking on its name. Great League for Skunk Tank? Skunk Tank, that's the name. Uh, yes, Skunk Tank is uh, not super prevalent. It's had some big performances. It has a pretty decent kit of is it Poison Jab, Crunch, and Flamethrower. Yep. Um, Reworker Poison Jab has helped it. Yes. But Drapion got the better end of the deal on that stick. More, yeah, more more options with Drapion as well, but Skunk Tank does have uh, a pretty decent kit with uh, not too not too bad bulk. So look out for Stunky. Um, who knows? Maybe we'll get a stinky community day in the future because it's shiny. Stop and... it. Ooh. The haunch can hit like a truck, but it al- it's also like just... Oh. It, it bad. The haunch can hit like a truck, but you need to make sure it hits. Yeah. Because if it gets hit, it night I mean, night. Yeah, you can run it as a closer, but yeah. then it has to get to a move. Eh, yeah. Not good. You can do better. Uh, if you're lucky, you might encounter the following: Scyther, Larvitar, Burmy, Plant Cloak, and Buizel. Um. Yeah. They're they're actually they from my very small amount of playing it today have not been all that uncommon, um, but also none of these are sort of like if we're looking specifically in Great League, none of these are really standout. Yeah. Uh, well, Weasel is most certainly not. Huh. Um, Scyther and Caesar have performed and have been options. Um, Larvitar. Tyranitar in higher leagues is uh, another option, but um, in Great League, it's, I mean, very similar to Honchkrow. Very glossy. Um, and I don't know if we'll ever see the plant Wormadam be... Good. Yeah. Uh, is it uh, Grass Steel? No. No, Grass Bug. Grass Bug? Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Fire type sneeze on it and it combusts. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, so do the other forms. Except for Sandy. Huh. Ground just needs to be better. It just needs to be needs to be better. Uh one star raids for these two days. Cranidos Drifloom or Drifloon, Bronzor, Gibble. Three stars, T Tar Lopunny, Drapion, Toxicroak, Gallade. Five star raids, Chrysalia, and Mega Lopunny and Mega Raids. Eggs, 
Badu, Bonsley, Happening Mime Jr., and Ryalu. Uh, all of these have the chance to be shiny. And Mime Jr., this is the first instance in which Mime Jr. is available in the world. Actually, I should probably grab some 7K eggs. Does this rotate? Does it stay in eggs for... It does stay in eggs for the full... Yeah, so if you pick up day. the eggs during this event, even after the event's over, you have a you chance can of still getting, use them. You have a chance of getting Mime Jr., and that's a dex register for, I imagine, a lot of people. Anybody so. that didn't spend an exuberant amount of Stardust or doesn't live in that region. Yep. Uh, field research task encounters. Again, like, I should breeze through these as quickly as possible because we'll have a very limited time that will be part of this event um, after the podcast comes out. But uh, Bagon, Churchwig wearing Don's hat, Chimchar wearing Don's hat, Piplup wearing Don's hat, Burmy Sandy Cloak and Burmy Trash Cloak uh, field research task encounters. Um, I don't remember the optimal IVs for Wormadam Trash, but a 10 15 15, I imagine, is not out of the realm of possibility of being very good. Um, let me double check that though. Go Stadium IV Checker. Or using them to mirror trade, so. Trash form Wormadam. And we're looking at, say, a 10, 15, 15. That is a rank 51. So, yep, you can get a pretty optimal trash Wormadam. The research? Yeah. Yeah, 7, 14, 15 is actually the rank 1, according to Stadium Gaming's rank checker. So getting Trash Wormadam or Trash Burmy from eggs as well as giving you a uh, nice little cluster of XL candy, uh, not unwelcome. Uh, it's also just a good time to stack up on that candy. Yeah, not unwelcome. Yeah, they'll all give you the same candy, so, right? Yep. So might as well. Uh, it's the and same if, with the gas form kind of thing. Yeah, and if you're lucky, you might encounter the following shield on. <coughs> uh, part 2 Shining Pearl from Thursday to Sunday November 18th to November 21st second half of the event will pay homage to Pokemon Shining Pearl Turtwig Chimchar Piplup wearing white Sinnoh hats will be appearing in the wild and that same trio wearing red Sinnoh hats will be available as field research encounters if you're lucky you might find a shiny Turtwig shiny Chimchar or shiny Piplup uh, wild Encounters, Pincer, Mischievous, Houndour's Feel, Turtwig wearing Don's Hat, Chimchar wearing Don's Hat, Piplup wearing Don's Hat. None of these can evolve. Beedoof, Cricketop, Baneary, and Glamyow. Uh, Sfeel? Sfeel? Well, Sfeel's a Gen 3. I know, but as all of these wild, the Wild Encounters they list here, look for Sfeel. Pincer has had its moments, but it really isn't relevant. Mischievous is. I could call. I could use some really spicy language for Mischievous with how just absolutely irrelevant it's been for the you entire mean for duration. Miss Magius. Both Mischievous and Miss Magius in PvP have been entirely irrelevant. More relevant than Bayonet. I guess, but still irrelevant. Uh, Houndour, if you feel like you're being spicy. I mean, you didn't have a good one for a while, so. Right, but it's not like I'm, I'm like, oh my god, I have a really good Houndoom. <laughs> I gotta go use this. 
said no. This has been this has been meta relevant for years. Why haven't I? Why haven't I gotten a good? No, it's it's Houndoom. See, the Houndoom. funny thing is, is Houndoom's bane came in the same gen it did. Azu. Oh, Azumarill. Mm, yeah. It is the optimal counter. Mm. Um, and Bidoof are the two that I would recommend looking out for in the wild encounters. In the second one. Yeah, in the second half of this. Uh, if you're lucky, you might encounter the fi- following: Slowpoke, Bagon, Buizel, and Sandy Cloak, Burmy. Good um, thing we know where that Slowpoke nest is. Yeah. Oh wait, that might have changed because of the event. Uh, it's not hard to check. It is right there. Uh, in raids, one-star raids during the second half is Shieldon, Drifloon, Bronzor. Three-star raids are Salamence, Lopunny, Drapion, Toxicroak, and Gallade. Five-star raids, Cresselia, Mega Raids, Mega Lopunny. <coughs> Flim. In eggs, the same list, I think. Bonsley, Badu, Happiny, Mime Jr., and Ryalu. Yep, same eggs. Uh, ah. Uh, I think it's JDY. Correct me if I'm uh, cor- correct. Correct. Correct how I'm pronouncing your name. Uh, <laughs> letting us know he built a Cricketune when it came out, thoughting it was cutting edge. Hey, I think Cricketune is one I have like a rank two for Great League PvP. Or, Cricketune's uh, in the same boat as Ladian. It can be used well and it's situational. Uh-huh. But name a bug type, and I'll tell you one that's good. Oh wait, there isn't. Uh, uh Trash Wormadam. Is it a bug, though? It very much relies on its steel typing, and it does run confusion rather than a bug move. So... it, The game, as we've always mentioned, doesn't favor speed base. Yeah. So, And that's what bugs are known for. It's the same with Ghost. Ghosts have just got incredibly lucky with the fact that Shadow Ball is a nuke. Yeah. And it's easily accessible because most ghosts have really good energy generation moves. Mm-hmm. I think... If we look at Lunge, the bugs with Lunge perform. The rest do not. Yeah. 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 Uh, Beedrill is good, but it's running. Beedrill is a situational again. Yeah. It's, you pray to God there's no Fire Rock or Hypno. Yeah. It's, um, it's one of those ones where, like, there are, like, okay ground performers, but it's primarily like, like mud boys like there are types in this game that are just bad that are just bad on their own so electric bug electric ground ice, mm, ice has yeah, so many ice, common weaknesses ice well i mean ice is just bad in the main series too like yeah. ice is just bad unfortunately not great in in Pokemon as a whole, I'm, I'm thinking are... specifically Pokemon Go, but like in the Pokemon universe as a whole, ice types are just cheeks. Unfortunately, yeah, yeah, and there's there's no way they can adjust it without breaking the entire meta. Yeah, so uh, they're there to be the excuse to their ice types are the Gen One fairy type. They're there because one type got overpowered and they needed to balance it. Dargons. Dragons. But even then, in Gen 1, dragons weren't the OP type. It was normal. Oh, really? <laughs> so wait, they put ice in the game? Well, no, I'm just saying, overall, in the planning process, ice exists because it's an alternative to beating grass 
It's an alternative to beating uh, ground types. Even though everything ice would beat, water can beat alone. Yeah. But I think that's also why you see a lot of the Gen 1 ice types. Aside Jinx, which you only got one of, and even then is still Cheeks, every other ice type has a water. At least until Gen 3. No, I guess Gen 2 we did have Sneasel. Yeah. Field research encounters for the second half. Turtug wearing Lucas's hat. Chimchar wearing Lucas's hat. Piplup wearing Lucas's hat. Burmy plant cloak. Burmy trash cloak. And if you're lucky, you might encounter the following. Yeah, so basically, the Wormadam everybody wants is behind research and not available otherwise. Yes. But realistically, that's what you're looking for anyway. Yeah. So you want the higher, uh, the or higher sorry, total stat product anyway. So. And getting it out of field, re- well, field research encounters don't guarantee more candy. Egg, uh, egg hatches do. So. True. Um, and those are coming out of regular? No. Uh, it's not coming out of the it's seven not sevens. Case. It could be coming out of the other stuff, but uh, I'm not sure that they changed the base You don't want to dip storage. into that pool. Yeah. And that's it. That's that's all we have. That's the news. I'm sorry. Not much to go off right now, but I think this is one of those time of the year where the game just doesn't have a lot going on. But there's also a lot going on in people's personal lives as the holidays coming up. So we'll probably get an announcement as far as the maybe... winter slash holiday event. Mm-hmm. Um, probably by Friday. I imagine that we'll get like a tease for the next season, maybe tomorrow. Um, and then probably December's community day dates. We already have those. Oh, we do? Yeah. Oh. They gave it out with the. Uh, October community note where they talked about community days. Oh, okay, cool. It's two days. Remember, it's more than likely going to be the rerun. Oh, yeah. I want to say it was the second or third week in December. Mm. You can just get back on that page there on the announcements. Uh, I, I could. <laughs> just make it easy. <laughs> I actually don't have the back button. This is open as a link. Oh, well, you can just click updates then. Updates. Should be community note. And there should be like a video. They oh, yeah. announced it. But so for those that aren't aware, if you haven't been playing Pokemon Go before, December has a tendency to be a rerun of each community day that we've had over that year. So every Pokemon from January till November will be available for over a two-day period. And you'll be able to uh, evolve them to get their community moves, even if you have one saved. Uh, is it not showing? Click not, the video real quick. I'm not. Uh, you can mute it. And then skip two thirds through the way. It should be like a white screen. It should show like the dates. Good thing closed captioning is on. That might have been it right there. Mm. 
That is all of the community days. Uh, let's see. Mm, let's see. He Sorry likes to talk a lot. 18th and the 19th. December 18th and 19th. Okay. So mid-month. Yes. Like literally uh, a week before the holidays. Yep. The the weekend before uh, Christmas. Because Christmas is on a Saturday this year. So December 24th is a Friday. December 25th is a Saturday. Let me just move the scandal a little closer to myself. Is that you? No. Okay. Thought it was. JD also says they really need to shake up the moves. Yeah. Hey, what about we start talking about what could be happening next season? Did that just happen? What? No. No, never mind. This is this current season, oh. Season of Mischief, because they haven't announced what the next season is. Okay. And we're thinking there's a poison move shakeup. I believe we did we did we talk about it last episode? Which one? Uh about uh psychic fangs. We did. Okay. Psychic fangs. You were excited we that a, it was something that you didn't have any idea what it was. Yeah. We could be getting a, a move shake up for psychic types, which would be wild. With the new season. Yes. Um Hoopa's what, a psychic ghost? Yes. And then it turns into a Psychic Dark. Psychic Dark with uh what's it called? Unbound. Unbound uh buff swol uh S- Dejan Swoopa? Hoopa. Swol- Swolpa? Swoopa. Swolpa? Swolpa. Stop it. <laughs> We're going to get hashtags we don't need. Uh, hashtag Swolpa. Um, let's see, because Festival Lights Illuming Shadow returns. Oh, well, we've gotten that. So now it's just hanging out. Um mm, yeah, I'm curious to see what we get as far as the next season. Next like if season, this is if something they been, continue doing. If they've been focusing on one, you know, mythical Pokemon for the season, they can't make every mythical Pokemon into a GoFest reward. Um, I mean, at this point, they have enough that are unreleased still that they could still throw something that's just a trash mythical as the GoFest. Shaman. Uh, Shaman, Shaman might be useful. Manaphy, I can see them being a trash one. Do you think Manaphy would be next season? I think Manaphy could be a thing where they run it over a thing like they did with Hoopa since it does evolve. It's a whole season. Actually, it doesn't. It's not an evolve. Is it a form? It, no, it's awkward. So Manaphy is its base form. Fion is a baby, but it doesn't evolve into Manaphy. It's just the uh, the only way to get Fion is to breed a Manaphy. And then it doesn't evolve? Correct. Huh. Let me pull up the... I, I believe you. You don't need to. Yeah, it's weird. Um, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to do it anyway. Uh, we're gonna go to... So a couple of the other mythicals we still don't have. Shaman is one. Uh, Keldeo, which is the fourth sword of justice. Mm. Uh, it Both of those do have separate forms. Um, what else are we missing? Uh, Keldeo would be Keldeo, Keldeo would be an interesting one, but I don't think because we just got the Swords of Justice again. I don't think we'll see a full season of 
Not a full Keldeo season yet. of that, maybe, also, that could be one that could be a GoFest one. Maybe not next season, but the season after. Uh, let's see. Yes. We're also missing Magurna. Evolutionary Chain. You have Manaphy. You breed it with a Ditto, and it becomes Fionn. And then Fionn doesn't do anything. Fionn doesn't do anything. Fionn can be bred from Manaphy, but it does not evolve into Manaphy. Weird, if they're right? ever going to introduce breeding, that's how it's going to be. Uh, that or it'll be a uh, here, just have one, and then you're done. <laughs> like like Mew. Here, have one. Oh, here, have the shiny. Everyone gets one. Yeah. Don't know what to tell you. I mean, that's all I can think of. We also have, so Magirna, Deontay, Deancey. Beyonce? Deancey. Beyonce? Stop it. Uh, uh, Zora Arc. Zora Aura and Zora. Oh, no, no, no. You're right. The electric. Electric dude. Thundercat. Thundercat. Eh, Thundercat. Uh, oh. Um, yeah, there's a lot of like little mythicals that they could do. Meltan's my favorite on. mythical. Right, but they I mean they could do a whole um they could do a whole season on Meltan, but they have other stuff to do. I mean, it would be interesting to to talk more about Meltan sort of back backstory cuz like it has It was in the anime. Yeah, did they explain a whole lot on the stuff in the anime? It's a really good episode. I I'm going to say this. I know a lot of people give Sun and Moon a lot of crap. Mhm. But I think as far as, like, the series, like, the franchise goes, that was one of the better, well-written stories. Mm. Because it's one of those, it's, I guess you would call it a season or an arc. Yeah. Where Ash isn't the main character. Yeah, you had a lot of positive things to say about the Sun and Moon anime as it was airing, so. It really, that was the season that they really kind of changed gears and made it more relatable to everything that goes on with humans. So, I mean, like, they they touch on harassment. They touch on death, like actual yeah. death. Yeah. They touch on, you know, when you lose a family member and how the the stages of depression, they go through still relationships. Expl- they still don't explain Ash's mom and Mr. Mime. <laughs> <laughs> Actually. Wait, do they? Uh, I'll leave that surprise. That's at the beginning of the series if you really want to watch it. Oh, boy. And how uh, Professor Oak has uh, a cousin from Alola, Principal oh, Oak. Oh, that's right. The, like, tan, long-haired version of <laughs> Professor Oak. That Is... does uh, Pokemon impersonations with every time he talks. It's like the uncle that tries to go out of his way to make you laugh as a kid. It's, it's uh, just like literally uh, any other, like, of the background characters just like, oh, so I see you've met my cousin, the other Officer Jenny. Oh, uh, and I see those you've, two. you've also met my sister, the other uh, Nurse Joy. Yeah. And it's like, how? I mean, and this how? is something This is something my roommate has asked me, too, because he found out recently that you can download the uh, Pokemon TV app on the Switch. Oh. Where it has access to a majority of the franchise's cartoons and the movies. I'll, I'll be honest, we're not sponsored, but that does sound cool. Yeah. <laughs> um, he's like, 
could you tell me like which episodes are worth watching or which ones are worth not like like recently in the newest series they had a episode where i'm not going to go too much into spoilers ash battled someone and the concept was what is stronger gigantamax or mega mm. right you told me some of the details on that one yeah yeah and cool. they did that in sun and moon too they did the is a mega stronger than a z move mm. so there's I'm kind of surprised that the Pokemon company was like, yeah, we can have Megas. <laughs> it's like, because <laughs> yeah. they're like, we really want yeah, you to forget those were a thing. Uh, that was a bad idea in the core mechanics of Pokemon. But um, uh, the shiny mute answered uh, the question is still the special research. I imagine at some point here in the future, you'll be able to pay $5 to get that research again. <laughs> yes. Not, not necessarily again, but to get it for the first time. Yeah. Is that dog? <gasps> it's the Ooh, dog. HR. Hi, pal. What's up? Uh, TLDR on the anime, though. If you've watched season one, good. You don't need to watch that. Is it required to watch if you've never watched it? No. It's very long and drawn out, and there's so much filler. I would say if you are someone that really enjoys the games from the game aspect, X and Y does a really good job of following the narrative of the games plus it is probably one of the best like animated as far as what you would expect from like a sh i would say x and y was on the same animation level as generations if you remember that mm, generations is cool yeah the animation for that was really well done sun and moon is a lot more story uh actually makes lily's mom not look like a complete trash person because the games don't do a fantastic of Lucy, how do you say her name? Lucimine, something like that. Yeah. Um, I mean, realistically, that could just be who she is as a character. True, yeah. but they did a really good job in that series. I think if you're gonna watch Sun and Moon, just go in with the expectations that it's silly, it's goofy, it's funny. Ash gets put into a school. <laughs> yeah, but it's it's a really good series. Um, the newest one with the. Uh, I think they're calling it Journeys or yes. something like that. Yeah, uh, stuff on YouTube? Uh no, the one with Go. I don't know. Yes, Jim. There uh there was two pieces of well one core piece of research for regular Mew. The shiny Mew was part of the Kanto? Yeah. Kanto event. Kanto so, event. Um I do imagine they will bring that research back where you can get uh shiny Mew. Um the Kanto Kanto tour event was a whole lot of like 151 requirements so like get 151 catch 151 I think you Pokemon. had to catch one of everything. Catch your well, the, the event itself, yes, the yeah. event itself. Uh the event during the event date itself, yes, but because yeah, I remember um, we had a bunch of people trying to get Mewtwo, or the regionals, I think was the last one a lot of people needed. Yeah, but the the research would con the if you once you got to a certain point, the research would continue beyond the event. Um, but it was like catch 151 of each type and uh, some other like legwork stuff that was a little <laughs> rough. You okay, bud? He tripped. Oh, it's not the first time. All right, I get to keep an eye on him. <laughs> But yeah, it's actually a good transition is uh do you think we're going to see 
a Johto event this next year? That actually has crossed my mind of like, will we see something in December similar to? Did we see it in December? Was it, was it February? February, okay. Uh, where the Kanto tour was. Um, uh, to be honest, I like some of what it's in Johto's. Um, uh, I like what was in Johto's Pokedex in that region. Um, I think it's a cool region. The problem is it's so dang small. It's a well, I guess realistically, it's only it's a hundred Pokemon. It's ninety nine. Let me rephrase that. It's ninety nine Pokemon. Um. I think that's the smallest one of all of them, isn't it? E- no. No. Is it? The only other one that I can think of that would be smaller would be Sinnoh. Uh, Gen 4. Sinnoh is larger. Was it? Um, The only one I can think of is, is uh Galar. Really? I think Galar is smaller. Um, Let's see. Yes, Galar is from 810 to 898. So only 80. Y- a little, yeah, a little more. But Johto is from 152 to 251, so 90. Um, Hoenn is from 252 to 286, or 386, I should say. Um, okay, so about 110. Sinnoh's over 100. Unova is 150. Kalos is no. Kalos is X and Y seventy one. So no Kalos. Okay. X and Y. Wow. It's six fifty to seven twenty one. So that's the smallest. Okay. Um, I want the full list of Johto Pokemon, please and thank you. Do 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 do. Gen two. Will it show me the list? Show me the list. Uh, One of the most banger intros, too, from the franchise. Oh, the uh, Pokemon Joe 2. Do, 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 do. <laughs> you mean the English? Yeah. Everybody wants to get there faster. Make the way to the top of the hill. Each time you try... Just gonna get a little bit farther. Yeah. I don't know the actual lyrics. I'm just singing. Okay. You're, you're just trying it. Now. Yes. Uh, let's see. So starts at Chikorita. It's uh, a whole new world we live in. Uh, do, 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 do. Nowhere near the original though. <laughs> um, trying to think of like what really stands out here. There's some evolutions. Um, I think the most memorable ones for Gen Two for me. One was Steelix. I love Steelix. I was like, that thing's awesome. The babies are here. Yay. Um, <laughs> let's see. Yeah, you have things like uh Bellossum, Politoed. Politoed was pretty cool. Um Crobat. <laughs> Apalm. <laughs> <laughs> uh I think Wobbuffet was only so funny because they got it on Team Rocket. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. If it didn't have the the points in which it had in the show would not be the probably not as important the meme that it is now gosh the one th- like the one thing that i want a johto event for is pineco yeah and those... even then they'll find a way to absolutely ruin my experience and not give me a pineco <laughs> a good fortress sizor and heracross were definitely make they made bugs cool again uh is heracross the only regional here in gen 2 uh-huh 
Yes. Interesting. Yeah, we'd have to see how that plays out. Go away, ads. Uh, let's see. They Polygon made Kingdra really cool. Yes. Um, I mean, there's the abominable Titar. Mm-hmm. Blissey was gross. Yeah. Oh, Blissey was, was one. one of the first. I mean, in in the gold and silver meta, Snorlax was the triple S tier mm-hmm. because it was the OG st- toxic rest sleep talk. Mm-hmm. The only complicated thing would be we've already had shiny Celebi, and that was one of the big things. Um, yeah, I felt like that one was kind of weird. I guess it was tied into the movie, the original Japanese release of the um, the Zarud movie. Yeah. Um, or no, the theatrical release. Yes. What should have been the theatrical release? Because then they put it out on Netflix. Um, the and they gave us Zarud for that one. Yeah, they gave us Zarud for the Netflix release. Um, I still haven't watched that movie. I probably should. Um, the, yeah, the interesting thing is then we would have to have another, like, to complete the Pokedex in the entire event, we would have to have another instance where we could get shiny, or get another Celebi, unless they removed it from the, like, requirement. Catch, yeah, the catch-all. Acquire the entire Pokedex somehow. Um, I mean, we are seeing Sacred Fire added... I mean, that's true. The sound effect recently did get added to the game because we already have um, Aeroblast on Lugia. Mm-hmm. So we might be seeing it. It's it's a really I don't want to say it's underwhelming because it also relies on Gen One, some Gen One Pokemon because of the evolutions. So it kind they of they could just fill in with those evolution requirements, though. Yeah, it could be. They could be like pieces of research. Uh, for completing s- different sections and then just evolve that Pokemon. But then again, it's kind of a question of do you have the candy for it? Um, but or I mean, or the evolutions if... get put in raids. True. Blissey in raids, though. True. That's not good. Oh, Blissey. Mm. Blissey in raids. Although, is Happiny in this? No. Happiny's a later gen. Okay. I don't know. Cleffa, Igglybuff, Togepi. Pichu. Just what I want an egg event. <laughs> yeah, it's this is that makes this weird. Because it's Igglybuff, uh, Cleffa, Togepi. Um, what is it? What is it? What is it? What is it? Uh, it's the one that's really rare. Shoot, I just had it and I lost it. What babies? Uh, Tyrog. Oh yeah, yeah, Tyrog's in here too. Um, yeah, this is a a w- one that. Oh, and it would be unknowns too. We'd have unknown spawning outside of an event. Uh, well, it would be a, technically an event. I mean, outside of uh, a landmark, uh, landlocked event. Yeah, yeah. We would. Uh, there would be some really some interesting tweaking that they would do if they brought this sort of like this generation one to one over to a <sighs> a Kanto tour event. I haven't played gold and silver since the original release. Hmm. I've been wanting to go back to it. <laughs> Did you ever play Heart Gold or Soul Silver? No. Okay. It's good, but the level the level requirement ramps up huge after beating the Elite Four once. I mean, that's what it did in the original. Yeah, but it, I mean, but it's like a huge like you have to grind like from level fifty to seventy. Yeah. Yeah, I know. Yeah, which is like absolutely ridiculous. Especially when you go to Mount Silver. What is it? Oh, Mount Moon. No. 
No, that's right, because you do go back through Kanto. Yeah, you have to go back through Kanto. Yeah. And then the gym leaders in Kanto have, like, level 70 yep. Pokemon. Yep. And it's like, okay, so then I have to go back and grind the Elite Four. Because the Elite, Elite Four, Four has like you can... the Elite Four has like level forty Pokemon. In gold in the remakes, did they up the wild encounters? No, no, they're still the same levels. Yep. <laughs> Which is dumb. Okay. So they really just copy pasted the original gold and silver. Yeah. They gave you two. They're like, oh, congratulations! You're the championship. Here, have two middle fingers on the house. Go beat the other the the uh, Go gym beat leaders. Kanto. Go beat Kanto. It's like oh, yeah. I hate you. That's one thing I felt when I was growing up playing the original versions of those. That felt like it could have been an expansion pack if those were a thing back then. That's what I was hoping for Let's Go. I was hoping like Let's Go would get like a Johto expansion. Would get expansions of all the rest of the generations. I was like you can either make Let's Go of I think at that the different point, regions how much success Let's Go had. It didn't have enough success. Success. It was successful but it wasn't successful enough, enough for them to go into yeah. the other generation. So and that's why we get remakes of Time into Pearl. Catch mechanic. Yeah, the catch mechanic was different. And I think that's one thing that a lot of people would have been super salty about with these Diamond and Pearl remakes is if they kept that and it looks like they haven't. Yes, thankfully it's the core it's the core mechanics. Beat it until it's red and then catch it. Yeah. <laughs> or paralyze and use a quick ball. Yeah. Uh, let's see. Yes, things. Uh, next season should be. I hopefully it's builds upon even if it's incremental improvements on what the season of mischief has been. Um, I think we're nearing some cool stuff. So I hope so. Yeah, it's I I I, I mean like they're closing this. down Harry Potter. I hope some of those resources are being put back into this. But they're making Pikmin. Pikmin, I've been playing it pretty religiously, and I'll be honest, I don't know if it'll last another year. Oof. Take that, Niantic. I enjoy it. I think it's a fun... It's definitely got me out to walk more. Like, <laughs> he dropped his toy. It's one of those things where Pokemon made me walk in a certain circle where I work. Pikmin has me walking around the whole building. But that's just because Pikmin plays differently. Right. Mechanics are different enough. Yeah. Um, yeah, I, I, I honestly, it's, I mean, we do a bunch of speculation here. I would be hardcore speculating on what the closure of Wizards Unite means for the development of Pokemon Go. So I wonder if it's just contractual. Who knows? I, I, it's that's stuff we'll never know. Yeah well beyond what I have much uh, much knowledge of. But, like, fingers crossed, it's not a whole lot of layoffs because um, with a lot of, like, project cancellations within the video game industry, it means a lot of layoffs. Yeah. So hopefully they can transition the, that staff over to other projects. Um, but that's not always the case, unfortunately. I mean, I'm sorry for anybody that was a fan of Wizards Unite, anybody that does listen, that's played. It sucks that and that's one of the things that I saw go around on Twitter was if you pumped resources into that game, you know, you're just SOL at this point. Mm -hmm. Sorry, out of luck. Yeah. Sorry, you're out of luck. The Y is silent, don't worry. <laughs> um, 
because you know that brings the question up you know that i, I forget the phrase but it's like take in moderation how much you're spending in pogo because at some point i mean pokemon go is such a behemoth i don't see it this coming year being an issue but moving forward you know you gotta I think it's you that always makes the argument, you know, if it's something you're enjoying, then you can invest money in it. But just know that there's, how how do I say this? When the game dies or when it stops being interesting to the individual, you're not getting that money back and you're not going to get the value of it back. Well, you'll have the memories and the friends you made along the way. Yay. I mean, it's similar to like the OG World of Warcraft stuff. Exactly, so yeah. It's one of those things. So if like, you're someone that's played World of Warcraft forever, you know, you know exactly hours of those might, grinding yeah. and getting all that stuff, and then one day you get pissed off because the game changes to something you don't like anymore and you decide to stop playing or not play as much, then all those, I guess we can call them investments at this point. Yeah, just Go poof. On. Uh, I think that's why people are pushing for those, like, what's the term? The the, the new version of the Bitcoin for games. I forget what the term's called. Oh, NSFs uh, or whatever. N- NFTs? No. We're, I don't want to talk gonna about it. I don't want to I don't wanna talk about NFTs. Okay, but just really chair. quickly. It's, no. Consumers. Okay. I don't want all what 2000 plus pokemon that are in my box to turn into non-fungible tokens that's absolutely ridiculous but that's what people want to do because they've invested their time and money and then it it keeps but then it's it's basically like oh my it's if you don't want to talk about we can save it for be sad it's not even it's not even something i want to talk about on be sad it's just like it's a dumb idea it's a really dumb idea don't get me started on nfts i have a very poor opinion of them okay. if you have if someone has a great like crypto sure i guess uh the blockchain technology sure i guess nfts as a concept currently and bringing nfts as a concept currently into video games is the dumbest we got you oh sorry wow Wow. That really triggered Steven. Wow. I, unfiltered. I am so sorry. Uh, <laughs> That's it's, raw emotion it's right dumb. there. It's real dumb. I completely <laughs> forgot I was on a pod. Forgot what podcast I'm on. Wow. Uh, I do apologize for uh, the the poor language. Um, I might have to go in and edit that. <laughs> Be the first one you've had. Be first. Yeah. Yeah. I'll, I'll Pikachu over it. You're darn right I will. <laughs> um uh non-fungible tokens is basically a c- certificate saying you own a jpeg basically but then anyone can go to the jpeg and right click save target as so that's like the most the shortest answer someone can ever give jd essentially you uh, you control an ip no well, it's like you don't control the IP. You say it's an it's an it's like it's like the owner certificate for owning a crater on the moon because you don't own that crater. It just says you do. <laughs> because someone was like, "Hey, I could sell this." And so then people buy it. That's what all those uh It's a, it's a glorified ones are. It's a glorified certificate. Yeah, you own this part of space. Yeah, no one owns that part of space. 
you want to go, you know, but this move paper your, says I do. Yeah, if you want to go move out into space, move your house out into space, and then own that, and then claim that territory as yours, go for it. Ain't no oxygen, ain't no government. Where are you gonna buy groceries? Space, my guy. <laughs> to the moon. Yeah. <sighs> I gotta, I gotta sell my, I gotta sell my Dogecoin. I shouldn't even have any. I'm just waiting for the government to get after those once they can. I, yeah, I'm gonna sell my Dogecoin by the end of the year so that my taxes for the next for this year and next year don't get super complicated with whatever inflation reporting. I almost got into stocks and then I and then I haven't. <clears throat> I mean um, that's still that's still a good back pocket thing activity. Stocks. Yeah, I mean that's a whole other conversation. Yeah. But like NFTs are like, oh it's a good investment. It's not a good investment. I think it's still too early. I'll say that. It's way too yeah. The the concept is in it's it, I think people need to stop making all these separate monetization methods and just put all their focus into one and something will come up out of it. I like the to like as like my final point on this, like the like sci fi concept. I don't remember what novel or series it was. Um, where it was that your time remaining was your currency, and you could. I know what you mean. Yeah, yeah there was there's like some sort of bracelet thing that like it was a barcode. Yeah, once you spent all of your time, like your time is your currency, and you can spend your lifetime. And the more you spent of it, the shorter your life was. So you could be around for a good time, but not a long time, or a long time, but not necessarily a good time. I think that was. Uh... See, there's the trade-off on that is you know how much time you have. Theoretically. But that's all, like, super dystopian sci-fi. Yeah. Mumbo-jumbo. Was that the Justin Timberlake movie? It, uh, they might have done an interpretation. I believe it was a sci-fi novel first. But you're right. It might have been adapted into a Justin Timberlake movie. JT, man, he's been uh, all over the place. I guess good for him. Uh, let's see. Do we want to talk about the, let's see. Oh, let's just transition over into the, uh, meta-analysis. Do we want to talk about meta-analysis or we want to go into the, uh, 2021 predictions? Let's do some meta. Okay. We're 58 minutes, so it's up to you. Look at this nifty little graph thingy of, uh, the 2021-2022 sulfurina competitive. Wait, hold on. I was going to say, did you hit your button? I didn't hit my buttons. Let me bring my buttons up. Boop. Welcome to the meta analysis. There we go. Okay. 2021. <laughs> if you're an audio listener, I zoomed in very much. Wow, this is this is really crisp. The sulfurina make this as a uh what is it called? Uh uh somebody help me out. Um, it's, 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 um, lossless format where it, it can zoom in a whole lot. Like I don't see pixels here. This is, this is crispy. This is some high res, high res graphics there, Sulfurina. I like it. The 2021-2022 Sulfurina competitive season is underway. We are midway through November of 2021, uh, basically a month and a half into the current Sulf Arena, Sulf League the Sylph League Arena. I guess that's how it's branded. <laughs> <laughs> Which 
We just call it the Self Arena, but I guess it's the Self League Arena because then there's the Self League factions. Yep. I guess I imagine. So I just call it Self Arena. I do too. We've been in a pronounce uh, mis mispronouncing it, and maybe that's why none of the self self peeps are like giving us sweet digs, is because we've been pronouncing it wrong this entire mm. time, and they're kind of salty. We love you. Yes, that's it. We love you. We love you, Self League Arena, arena. <laughs> people. Thank you, organizers of non-legal. Wait, well, uh, the community-driven competition. Community-driven. Thank you. Yeah. Um, we started off with the uh, bedtime cup. No. What did you uh, just say? Bedtime cup. Bedtime cup. <laughs> was it nightfall? No. What was it? Lunar. Lunar. Okay, thank you. <laughs> Sleepy time. <laughs> bedtime cup incoming. <laughs> Mispronounce. <laughs> it's just such an off podcast. Mispronounce the. We should do that. Go through season one. Mis- just mispronounce all the cups. So what would Boulder Boulder be? Pebble. Pebble. Uh, uh I, I, I got a rock. <laughs> I got a rock. <laughs> uh, uh, what was what was month two? Um, night something. Was it nightmare? Yeah. No. I don't remember. Goodness. Twilight. Twilight. Oh, okay. Sparkle. Twilight Sparkle. Yeah. <laughs> Sparkle there Cup. There you go. Sparkle Cup. Uh. uh yeah. I Tempest. Mean, Tempest. Uh, it's it's, it's kind of windy. <laughs> Moist cup. <laughs> Moist cup. All right. That'll uh, be something we have to do off uh, separately. All right. Be sad. Here we go. <clears throat> Add that to the growing list of things we're doing next week. Um. Brawler Lunar Cup, cup and then Brawler. Yep. Um, let's start with Lunar. What was your thoughts? Um, let me pull up the meta to refresh our brains here. Rock, Dark, Bug. <laughs> That's what I thought of Lunar. I want the... You can go to your profile, too. That's true. But then everyone can see how bad I am. Wait, I don't care. All right, guys. Let's look at my uh, let's look at my ranking and show everybody how absolute absolute garbage I am. Uh, yeah. JDY says uh, Lunar was straight garb. Um, I didn't see any garb odor. I don't know what you're talking about. He means garbage. I n- I know. Yeah. I'm just doing a play on words. I don't want to opt out of rankings. Should be called you're screwed without hair across <laughs> Not wrong. Current season. Uh I wanna look at RSVP page, Lunar Cup rules. Wow, that's a really complicated way to go about to getting to the rules. So bug, dark, electric ghost, and grass types. But that's not what you saw. No, actually, let's go with cup stats. Crustle, Mandibuzz, Heracross, Alolan Graveler, Obstagoon, Roserade, Zwilius, Frostlass, Scav, Raichu. It was Delve. essentially the Bug, Rock, and Dark Cup. Yeah. Alolan Graveler was there as definitely not a safe swap or no. a safe lead, but was a generalist. Yeah. Um, Not a very good I didn't see as many Crustle, but when I did see them around, they were annoying as hell. Uh-huh. I think the most, like they mentioned here, 
Heracross was the MVP of this cup. Yeah. And its limited availability didn't help. No, it does not. Um, Same with things like Mandibuzz. Maybe that's why a Johto tour wouldn't be unwelcome because of Heracross. Although Heracross was in raids, but was it within Great League? No. It was above? Okay. It was above. Unless you have a low-level account. Yeah. And you traded it from that as I throw my eyes cross uh, as you cross-eyed. roll your eyes as I go cross-eyed yeah huh not to mention Heracross will come back again too as a mega yes but even then if it's in a raid it's still going to be too high is to go back to just to like it goes around goes around goes around goes around and it comes around <laughs> sweet JT um personally I was not a fan of this cup I <laughs> It came down to a lot of hard matchups. Me neither. I yeah. didn't. I didn't really like this one either. I uh, don't think this was the cup to begin the season on. No, I mean realistically, this would have been a really uh, not that it's a low point, but it's such a such a divisive cup, both in like matchup and in like Team overall building. meta. Yeah, like a matchup in when you go into a battle, but then in team building and like having realistically the stuff that's super prevalent, like a good portion of this is very easy to get to. So like Rosa raid, Escav, um, Frostlass has been around, uh, Crustle has been around, but your things like Mandibuzz, Heracross, Obstagoon, um, those have been limited to raids. Those have been somewhat limited. And so like trying to get, um, you know, getting a full team comp for this meta is was not ideal. So you're like, yeah, it's it's not. I I would even say putting this like deep into the current season, like it wouldn't have been un- unless we see some of these Pokemon, um, more or less handed out in a much more accessible way. I mean, they have been gone. Have been, they have done a lot better with making meta-relevant Pokemon available. Available, but not necessarily accessible for something like Great League, because like we have Volibee and Research Breakthroughs, but it's above... Yeah. Is it above Great League evolved? So, I think so. I did get the shiny, though. I did see that. I did that. get it, uh, the, the bright pink-headed uh, uh, Volibee, so that was, that was cool. Um, but yeah, this, this meta is... Again, unless there was a period of time in which Niantic puts out some of these very high-performing, more uncommon uh, PvP Mon. Um, it means Wileus Dino will get its community day eventually. That's the next Gibble. I mean, I'm more thinking like Mandibuzz, Heracross, and Obstagoon are difficult to get to. because Obstagoon has been around. It's been around, but it had like it's been behind raids and research. Mm-hmm. Has it wild spawned before? No. So yeah, that right there is a a barrier to entry. Um, people have it, um, but it's not the most accessible. Um, I mean, not everything will ever be, but mm-hmm. say so even if they came out of eggs, it would still be in that problem of being too high. Yeah. Yeah, it's a matter of, like, these things need to, like, have a moment of spawning in the wild. Um, Same with Mandibuzz. Mandibuzz, I mean, they they put it in a box, but even then, that still requires a trade with 
someone that you're not above great friends with. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that's their kind of way of making people still care because once you get that Pokemon, you're done. Yeah, yeah, and it kind of adjusts the meta of like this is a sought out, sought after Pokemon, and it has very good meta relevance. Like I think for some me, of the... I don't have a point to go after Noctowl, Lantern, or Golbat anymore because I have their great rank one Great League. Tropius is a, a JDY brings up Tropius, which is an interesting one. It's been around for long enough, but it's a matter of like. The, That's what I have a story for. Go ahead, though. Um, the like current environment of COVID and like reduced travel and stuff like doesn't help. But Tropius, I believe, can be found in what Florida? No, no. Where it... That's Corsal and Heracross. Okay. And Carnivine. Tropius is where India. Okay. Yeah, that's more complicated. That's the one where I mentioned. I think it was last one of the episodes prior to this cup announcement, where I was like. You know, eighty percent of those people have got that Tropius from someone not legitimately, but because it's that gray area, people look the other way. Africa, is it Africa? Okay, mm, maybe. Um, I could have sworn it was India. Whichever one, it, it's it's in a more remote location, and not necessarily remote. I don't want to say less desirable because then that's also throwing like stereotypes and stuff. Um, but. It's it's uh, not a whole lot of people vacation over to Africa. I mean, I don't know. I it's it's a regional, which hampers it. it. Like continental U.S. for like us Americans is, I mean, I could book a flight to Florida for like a weekend and then just go catch stuff, or I could book a flight tonight to go for a day or an evening to Florida. Of course, it's not going to be cost effective, but like I could book a flight to Florida, go to Florida. Like I don't need to have worry about papers or anything because um, I'm traveling within the continental U.S. Go get some regionals and then come back, and like then I can trade it off to. Other you people. could almost just take a week vacation, go down to Florida, drive up to New York, and scoop up everything between. Yeah, although New does New York have any regional? Yeah, Buffalo. Oh, that's not relevant though. Could be. Uh, but I don't think it's. Is it matter relevant? It's. Not bad. Okay. Um, but Better it's one of those Toros. things of like, um, like outside of the continental U.S., then you get into points of like passports and not necessarily visas. I don't think if you're just on vacation. Say, does or Canada have a regional? It's Pachi Risu. Yeah, yeah. You got to get up a little north. Um, oh, I got to see if I can go to a hockey game up there. I think the border's open now. Um, yeah, it's just one of those things of like these. Uh, this cup had a lot of varying limitations. Yeah. It as an entry cup, I don't think this was it. As the first of a of a season. No. no. I feel like this would have been a good one to come back into January for January or February. Let me go back to the map here. Uh January is an invitational month, so we'll actually have that off. So then yeah, February. Yeah. So I could have seen that February. being a good cup to February to come back into. Uh-huh. But, I mean, we don't make these metas, and I know these aren't easy to do. I just think this was probably one of the more challenging intro cups. More so than, uh, what did we have last year? We had Sunrise. Uh, I think so. And then the year before that was 
Halloween cup with Marowak, whatever you want to call that. I forget. So, Lunar was challenging. Not everyone's favorite, obviously. Uh -huh. But now we're in November. <laughs> and we get a whitelist cup. What is it? Prismatic 2.0? Uh, that's what other people are calling it. Yeah. Um, you're not incorrect, um, but it's also not. Uh, it's the current tournament. Let me pull up. There we go. Brawler Cup resources. Um, it's uh d different, I guess. I don't know. I mean, our tournament is two rounds in. I'm in another one that's three rounds in. Uh -huh. From what you've experienced and what you've seen with me battling, it's it comes down to knowing what your opponent has and what you have to answer for it. It's die great league. True. It's like a. Uh, let me think of a draft. I mean, it does. It does perform similar to a draft because um, your top as far picks as your, are banned. As your as far as your yeah um as the team building is similar um as far as like just trying to build something that's gonna have coverage against other things coverage against other things but you're limited in what you can pick um yeah. like meta wise um let me pull up my team because I'm kind of blanking on the overall performance and everything um. Give me one second. Okay. Do you want to list what your team is by their weight class? Um, no, I just want to remember what I'm running and get a remember more of what the meta is feeling out to be. Um, you can also check cup stats. Mm, that's true. Um, what champ say, boy? Coffee Grigos Vigo. Um, so like a no a normal ghost fighting core so far. Um, Diggers B is an interesting play here. Please be the shiny that I'm looking for. Dang it. Sorry, it's Aaron. There's an Aaron here. Uh, and I swear to goodness, if you check it and it's shiny, I'm going to be very disappointed. Okay. Um, but you're probably not checking it. Um, of course, like the normal, normal ghost, uh, fighting core is, is around. Um, you've got just generalist performers, Lapras, Talonflame, Mantine. Um, your mud boy, who's only one of the only mud boys that's available. Uh, wish cash, uh, rainy cast form is just a very solid water. Um, the core makes sense, uh, within great league. Like there's enough of the top performers that are banned that it, it's boiling down to a normal fighting, um, normal fighting ghost sort of meta. Um, with a lot more general, what are you getting into? Who knows? What are you doing? What are you doing? Parker, lay down. Parker, lay down. Um, HR snooping. Yeah, it's 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 a fighter ghost and then Phil basically. Um, and is it? I mean, if you want to go core meta. Yeah, if I'm boiling it down to it's fighter ghost. Phil normal. Um, I mean, eh, not everyone's running a normal. Um, I mean, you could classify Diggersby 
Vigo as a normal, but Vigo is a pseudo fighter. Uh, and Diggersby is a, a ground type uh, with fire, so it's like anti-steel. It's It fills a similar role to fighting, but it's not quite as versatile without counter. I think so. it's it and Vigo are both the safe. The normals are the safe swaps for this cup. Mm. Um, I'm not against this meta to be honest. If it wasn't uh, if it wasn't a whitelist format, I think this meta would um, like if it was somehow this meta without it being a whitelist might actually be a reasonable start. Um, it doesn't help that October is the first month and they really want to do something for Halloween, like. Every month, I think, has been, like, Halloween, trying to be Halloween-themed for um, the Sulfurina metas. You mean as far as each year? Yeah, each season has been, okay, we're starting in or or around October. October's month, Monthly Cup is going to be Focused around something spooky. Spooky, even though, you know, ghosts might not be the primary um, performers. Um... Yeah, I'm not I'm I'm not against this meta and so far performance wise it's open but not it's open it's not enough crazy. that you can't predict everything. Yeah, it's not it's not absolutely bonkers like go battle league. It's not absolutely reliant on like like the same core you see every, you know, if I if if GBL Great League was available, I'm not seeing the same thing I'd be seeing in GBL Great League. Um, also it's thankful that like, uh, GBL Great League's not running currently. So there's a uh, little bit more. JDY also, Goldbat has had a nice niche so far. It does. It's anti-fighter, anti-ghost uh, potentially if it gets shadow ball through. It's beating a lot of things. I think the, I think that's also why you see Lapras so hugely used in this format is because it's beating things like Golbat and Diggersby. Yeah, I think there's it's like Gold things like Golbat have that niche play where they're like high performers. Talonflame has like the niche play where it's like does it doesn't it fits within the what was it called? It's the flying diddle queen of this cup. Yeah, well, it does it has the it's a buff debuff, depending on... It's the buff debuff and then the nuke move for yeah. coverage. Um, so it's it, there's there's options here, and I think that's... I don't want to say... And that's one of the things, too, about this format. Aside of the Kofagrigus Vigoroth core, mm-hmm. <laughs> an art cup, I looked at it, and it's like, oh, wow, it's like 80% of people using at least Kofagrigus. But everything else is pretty different. Mm-hmm. You don't see everybody running the same stuff. I mean, there's maybe one or two things that everybody's using, but other than that, there's a good mixture of things. Mm-hmm. Like if I go to our cup right here and I don't have to say names to see it, let's pull it. Oh, there's a. You didn't tell me there's a dust clops outside. Oh yeah, it's sorry. I already had this community day. It's hey, that's XLs I need. Okay. So like for example, if I'm looking down our cup. Slot one, I'm going to say Rainy Cast Form, Whimsicott, Jump Pluff, Regular Cast Form, Whimsicott, Whimsicott, Sunny Cast Form, Rainy Cast Form, Whimsicott, Wormadam, Whimsicott, Slurpuff, Slurpuff. 
So as you can tell in slot one, it's either a cast form majorly or it's Whimsicott. And I think that's just because the fairies in this cup are here to beat things like Sableye, which are our core breaker, against things like Vigo and uh, Cofagrigus. Uh, the cast forms are the elementals that also carry some weight and bulk, so they can do multiple things, not to mention they have the weather ball spam, so they are a considerably good safe pick. Um, in slot four is one of the slots I was talking about for our cup. It's Coffee Grigus for this first three. Then someone's running a Phalanx, Coffee Grigus, Golbat, Coffee Grigus, Dragalgy, Zwilius, someone with the spicy lad of Ludicolo, Coffee Grigus, Coffee Grigus, Drapion. Drapion, huh. That's interesting. Um, I think Coffee Grigus is just the ghost type that carries some weight behind it with its bulk. And it's not an absurd, obscene uh, XL-required Pokemon like Sableye is. So if you don't have the Sableye, I think that's the Cofagrigus is the alternative. And then the general heavyweight slot for slot three, which I, I say heavyweight, which is slot six. I mean, the most in my opinion, the most impactful role for this meta is slot three. We have... An Alolan Grimer, Vigoroth, Noctowl, Sea King, Pidgeot. Right alone, right there. Everything's different. There's not consistent. But there will be some here. Diggersby, Vigoroth, 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 Vigoroth. <laughs> sea King. Sea King is spicy. That's a weird one. Um, Alolan Marowak, Diggersby, and Frostlass. So, again, some repeating with the... Uh, Vigorsby, Diggers, or sorry, Diggersby, uh, Vigoroth. Of the Vigoroth teams, I see one, two, only two that are running the Vigoroth Cofagrigus core. So, and the ones that aren't running Cofagrigus, there's only one person running a Sableye, two people running Sableye, and other than that, it's yeah, I'm I'm happy to see the variety in this cup, mm. but it's one of those cups where you need to know your matchups more than your opponents need to know you because it's so wide. This meta be thick. <laughs> Not how I describe it, but, you know, uh, to each their own. Um, yeah, I don't... It's a weird one, but I don't mind it. I don't think it's... Of course, we're certainly we're only not a bad. Weeks in. <laughs> yeah, we're a couple weeks in. I've only played one of my rounds. My second round should be up next tomorrow, next today. Um, so I, yeah, nah, not against it so far. Oop. Hit yourself in the face of the mic. Yeah. Um, we'll see what we get next month. Who knows? Actually, no. Wait, are we gonna get one next month? Yeah, we go. We'll get tournament three in December, and then we'll get a invitational in January. We'll have January. Gen, I guess generally we'll have January off as far as tournament uh, or core cup, and then we'll have a cup February through July with um, 
July being regionals, and then August and September being well, we won't have any cups, but we'll have uh, continentals and worlds. So yep, so much well, like last year. Yep, and then you know with everything going on in the world and things sort of getting better, sort of asterisk. Uh, there's a potential that Sylph has said that starting in January or thereafter, we could be having in-person meetups again. We will see. Yeah. Um, uh, one thing I haven't mentioned yet, but when we started Battle Science as a thing we do, we didn't really host tournaments. We wanted to go out and play in tournaments and commentate and spectate and shoutcast and stream. The only reason why we have cups in our community, and I'm thankful for everyone that's joined and played in our cups over the last couple of years, if in-person things start becoming a thing again, I imagine that they'll still allow remote. And mm -hmm. I want people to know that we will continue to do remote because we don't have a big enough community where we are to run in person. We'll probably still, you and I will probably still run around and go to things like Kirkland and other places and oh, yeah. play in their day tournaments. But I want people to know that as long as Sylph allows people to facilitate uh, remote tournaments, we can still be around for that. Mm -hmm. Because that's what we did during the pandemic because we couldn't go to all these other places and play in their tournaments. So if you're someone that doesn't feel comfortable necessarily jumping back in to in-person tournaments when all these start happening again, I just want you to know we'll still be around for remote as long as they allow us to do it. So just throwing that out there. Again, you can join the Discord. Uh, it should be listed in the description or down below the Twitch here. Um, I'm excited to get back to in-person tournaments. But I can understand and appreciate not everybody wants to do that right away. For some people, it is more effective to do over a period of a few days because of scheduling. But I would just like to say that I personally would like to go back to in-person to be able to do what we originally, our goal was with the show, I guess you could say. Well, the uh, we started doing the Battle Science podcast just because... There were not a whole lot of PvP podcasts, if any at all. Yeah. Um, and so we're like, if no one else is doing it, why don't we give it a shot? Yeah. Um, but this was bef like well before the pandemic. This was in July. 19. 2019? Yeah. July of 2019 is, I think, our first couple of episodes, June, July. Um, and there's no reason for us to stop, even when no. we go back into in-person tournaments. Um, I'll be very interested to see what a format of the in-person tournaments um what that sort of going back to looks like and then sort of the um what is the community pvp community go back to in-person tournaments and how does that how, does how that do tos facilitate? handle that well tos but like we've had a year plus we'll probably have darn near two weeks or two years of no in-person tournaments um like where does that like are the smaller communities like kirkland going to be able to get enough people to do a tournament in-person tournaments yeah so, so i i don't know we'll and see. even if they do do they are they able to host it in a venue or is it something that has to be done like outside in a park where people can be apart from each other yeah and how in the world do we stream that <laughs> we've tried it's not great <laughs> 
Oh, uh, shout out to Monroe. That was fun. Monroe, and then the first like uh, supposed mega, uh, the Seattle. Uh, was it Tempest? Oh yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. We streamed Tempest, and it was that was rough. Okay. Um, Volition. No, it wasn't Volition. It was uh, what was the brewing company? I forget. I have one of their mugs. I could run up and go get it. That's not a big deal. Um, yeah, cool. Va- I mean, cool venue. Uh, cool to see the peoples, but um, yeah, the cold tourney at a mineral park. That's exactly <laughs> what it was. It was cold. It was rainy. Uh, one of the the parents that was participating was like helping their kids pour the water out of oh, their, their boots. boots. Yeah. I remember that. It's like, oh dang, that's a lot. This water doesn't start to keep the. Uh, it's like a cartoon from yeah. like Looney Tunes where the kid that just pours it's out the it, waterfall. They keep tipping it over and it just keeps pouring out water out of this boot. Like how much space is in that boot? Um. Yeah, I mean, I don't really look forward to how cold <laughs> it can get. But what are you most excited to going back to about in-person tournaments? Not that. cold, rainy gazebos out in the middle of a field. I mean, I'm excited to go back, but not for that. Um, what to find some big open spaces with like outdoor heating? Costco, anyone? The the remotes facilitate easier. Uh, remotes are able to facilitate easier competition with with bigger names and, and higher rank people. Um, but there's like if you haven't been to a mega, like there's something about that that energy there that oh my um, goodness, like when we're able to go back to, um, and I don't know who here in Seattle, like other than us, would like put one together because like Frisketchu is not gonna deal with any of that. <laughs> um. I, I don't know who we else here in the greater Seattle area. We have people here in Seattle that we could pull the names together. Yeah. Like, I mean, I wouldn't mind, you know, wanting to put it together, but, like, I can't, like, day of, I can't run both the stream and the right. event as, of, of, as a whole. Um, I'm incredibly thankful that um, Sweetums and Blackshin and that whole Portland crew allowed us to, like, help work, but also, like, did they put on a great show as far as like venue and organization, but like going back to it, how do we take that and turn it up to like, how do we turn that to 11? How um, do we beat that? How do um, we top that? Yeah. Like real talk. And I've said it before. I don't know if I've said it on the podcast. Uh, my, my high school prom, terrible experience. Great venue. Um, it's, it's <laughs> ter- That's a B sad story. That's a B-Sad story I am happy to get into. I will crack a cold one and go through the B-Sad uh, uh, and go through that story. Where was um, the venue? Uh, it was the Seattle Aquarium right there on the pier. Huh. Um, they have an event space where an entire wall, fish tank. Whole oh wall my of God, it that'd be is cool. fish tank. And you're like for the first like hour or so of the prom, because it was still light out, we could go and walk the aquarium. You walk around the aquarium. So like it is a, it is a, awesome venue okay huge amount of space like arguably more space than what um what's it called uh portland had like square footage wise i think it was more space then again i was a high schooler and slightly shorter so my <sighs> perspective a was a cool little bit different host one from. yeah i would love if if the the biggest issue parking parking in downtown seattle is garbage the worst um but 
if of all of the venues that I can think of, like that would be awesome. The other Do you crazy know how fun one that'd be like to animate fish, Pokemon fish in the tank with the real fish. That would be wild. Um, the the other the only other thing that like I'd love to see, but there's no way we get enough people, is to either host it at the Washington State Convention Center. That's too big. It's way too big. But That's I'd love <laughs> I'd love to get the people for it. I'd love to get the amount of people for it. I mean, realistically, if anything, um, Pokemon would probably have a uh, regional or their like continentals or something. Uh, as far as the play Pokemon, would probably have it if they have it in Seattle. It's there. Yeah, I mean Nintendo um, is based. They have their Redmond base here. Mm-hmm. Um, the only other location I could think of, and again, it's probably way too huge, is the um, Lumen Field Event Center, old yeah. uh, Quest CenturyLink. Yeah. Um, again, parking huge. is not much better. But parking it's more well, accessible. parking is much better because it's the stadium district. Yeah. Um, the aquarium is not all that far away from the stadium district, so realistically, like you can walk. Um, Seattle's not the nicest of cities. Um, we do for have walking. Yeah, we do have. <laughs> Stay away from third. Uh, yeah. Uh, Pioneer Square was a nice place. It's now a homeless encampment. But then the homeless attacked. Yeah. Well, the homeless didn't attack. We uh, ran up the heis- uh, housing prices and uh, didn't provide facilities for um, the lowest income and. Yeah. Here we are. We've forgotten how to treat humans as humans. Um, But second cup of the month in, we've still got plenty of time to see what the rest of the year holds. mm -hmm. Um, Very curious to see what next month's cup is. Yeah. Well, I think that's like every month. Do we we see like Snowflake Cup? Do we see Ice make a... Frostlass, it's back. Yeah, oh, it never went away. The snowflake cup. A prediction for next month. I'll have to get back to you on that. But Just you know what else shoot. we have predictions for? All of tw- <coughs> oh god, all of twenty twenty one. Um, in our Discord, we asked at the very beginning of the end of last year, December. Yes. What were five things you want to see come to Pokemon Go in Here's, the calendar? Uh, all right. 2021 prediction competition rules and regulations. I'm going to speed through this here because we're, we're an hour and a half in. We're, we're, we're getting there. Um, create five predictions of PvP development slash changes that will occur in the calendar year of 2021. Uh, rule number two, they do not have to be wholly original in your picks, but you just cannot have the same five as someone else. Uh, number three, do not put pansy predictions like a new water move will be added. Uh, put some thought and effort into your predictions. Um, excuse me, goodness, I'm. That's not me making my voice sound weird. That's me with. Uh, He's a gassy boy. Bu- bubbles. Um, Stephen used bubble. Um, the first five people to get their five predictions correct will get a pizza ordered and sent to them by their local pizza place of choice and sent, uh, sent and paid for by yours truly. Um, number five, your predictions can encompass in-game changes all the way to changes in the overall Pokemon Go PvP community. Uh, number six, submissions must be posted here by 11.59 p.m. PST on December 31st, 2020. This channel will be locked from comments and editing on January 20, uh, January 1st, 2021 at 12 a.m. PST. Uh, and number seven, predictions must come true within the 365 days of 2021 to be counted as correct to be eligible to win the prize. Um... We had a, a handful, uh, and don't worry, we'll do this again. We'll do this for 2022. Um, the rules will be slightly modified because um, I don't think anyone's a winner here. Um, and we still got another month. We do, but like 
it's going to have to be a dense month to get all the rest of this stuff. Um, let's breeze through this. Eric BN, uh, number one, an option to add a third charge move. Hasn't happened. Number two, XL Candy Rubric. Hasn't happened. Uh, Mega Instead of just speeding through them, you want to pick out some of the more interesting ones? Oh, I should have reread these. Um, mm, it's interesting to see. So he posted this on December 15th, 2020. Uh, his number three is Megas are allowed in at least one GBL meta and at least one Sylph Cup. That has not happened and is not looking like it's going to happen. Basically, Megas are things for raids, and that's it. For so now. far. I, are we ever going to see them? Because they've been out for a year now. Uh, I mean, is that one of those incremental changes that Niantic is making over time? I don't know, because they don't tell us. Who knows? Um. Uh-huh. Uh, 2018 Community Day moves get permanently added to the move pool for each respective Pokemon. That hasn't happened. Hasn't happened for any of them. Yeah. And the bonus Kecleon is finally released for the game when Pokemon Snap comes out. Pokemon Snap is out and Kecleon is not. Although, there's, I guess, more data mind information about Kecleon potentially coming. So, uh, Thanks, Cats Candy. Razorleaf did get nerfed by one damage. That sounds right. One damage per fast attack. And Metal Claw will get buffed, which has not happened yet. I don't think Metal Claw is going to get buffed by the end of the year, though. Maybe next year. Fingers crossed, man. That's really what I want. Um, I know one reoccurring one in a couple of ours was a Meditite Community Day. Uh, I mean, at this point, anything. It, it can happen. It's just they don't want to hand out the XL candy at this point. Yeah. Even after I've completed the After XL. everyone's done it. Yeah. Here, have more XL candy. Um. <clears throat> Uh, thanks, Cats Candy. Actually, number six tier six raids that drop XL candies. They actually did increase the XL candy drop rate on tier fives and, and tier six raids in general. There isn't a tier six mega. Oh, well, I guess technically. Um, <coughs> <laughs> me and my you were right. Ones. Number three, Pokey League sub eight hundred CP league. It's sub five hundred. It's five hundred and below, but you're on the right track there. Um, no breeding, no new ball or berry. Um, oof. JDY, uh, if I imagine, are you at level forty and above? Because that is certainly a limitation to having XL candy. Yeah, the requirement um, is you have to be above forty to even start getting XL. I think one of my first XL was a sunny cast form and that was only like five x six xl i only needed six xl so uh, i think mine was mel metal just because i had so many i haven't even done that god the amount of dust requirement for that i'm not even <laughs> it's the it. same for all of them i know but it's so expensive to get a pokemon <laughs> up to max i know i haven't touched that I, you're lucky um, that's also why you have what 1.5 million stardust yeah. Two mil. I have 400,000, so I don't want to hear it. Oof. I'm about to get a whole bunch more because I'm participating in the next community day. <laughs> I have it off. Yay. Um, uh, hey, Jmar with uh, guest number two. Your best buddy will be able to find XL Candy. 
And it does, but it's a chance and not a guarantee. But it does find it. He says second fast move at it, which is a real <laughs> spice. That's some real spice. I'm I'm very curious to see, like, this year has uh, maybe tempered uh COVID didn't oh. <laughs> read that comment just um ouch yeah this year i think is probably tempered expectations as far as like mechanical changes to the game that like people expecting a third charge move or a second fast move like that's a real spicy pick <laughs> yeah. as far as like what what can happen so and i think much like what jmr said in his interview with you with factions is pvp feels like it was just kind of thrown out into the wind and then they just kind of let it go and only fix it when it's a problem. They don't even fix it when it's a problem. Isn't it true? It's yours, dude. <laughs> it's real good. Charming. Uh, Halucha is not in the game yet. Not yet. Uh, let's see. I was kind of hoping they put it out with the uh, Dios de Muertos. Because it's a luchador. That would be sick, but... Uh no no it's not I mean we might see it in GB as a GBL rank reward next next, next season. season but that puts it into well technically that puts it into 2020 or 2021 we'll see because December is the first month of uh the new season yeah the next season uh Winston the champ was going super like super hard um. Mm-hmm. Yeah, nothing of nothing of Winston's guesses uh have come true. Team preview and GBL, a man can dream. Yeah. Oof. Uh let's see. Y'all were getting spicy, like none of you were I think I was the most bland. Yeah, but I mean you you were more realistic of like I'm gonna try and win this pizza. <laughs> I mean pizza. Yeah, Stevens buying pizza. I'm gonna try and win that. Uh, let's see. Uh, Buys me one of those like mini frozen ones. Mega Man, uh, Mega Man A7X, uh, GBL walking requirement doesn't refer- return for 2021. That appears to be correct. Not, it's not happening anymore. PVP switching, tapping, slipping in extra fast moves gets another rework. Has it gotten a rework? Or is it just encountered more bugs? It's more bugs. <laughs> uh, Shadows of the Reggies hasn't happened. Hasn't happened. I'm Z- kind of surprised it didn't. Z moves once per battle hasn't happened, but we might see that in the future. I mean, we've seen megas, so who knows? Uh, three shields because of Z moves. I mean, does the Pidgey swap happened. count? Huh? Oh, where it just crashes? I mean, <laughs> no, the th- third shield where you swap in like something like Pidgey. Oh, I mean, <laughs> technically, but I mean, he says like three shields three because sh- of yeah. uh, Z moves and yeah. Uh, yeah, Randall goes uh, another uh, with more long shots of uh, allowing Megas third charge move, wonder trading or surprise trading. You guys got to want that pizza, man. You got to <laughs> want that pizza. Um, and then I said fire type won't get a rework. Which it still hasn't. Uh, One new fairy type move 
and one fairy type move updated. Which, which charm got updated? Did charm get updated? I think it got nerfed a little bit, didn't it? I don't think so. I don't it think was charm razor leaf, and what was the other fast move? Uh, it was grass type moves. Was it okay? Yeah, I don't think charm was touched there. Um, we did get uh, moonblast adjusted. Mm, okay. Have we seen a new fairy type move? Disarming voice is that new? Maybe. It's been a long year. Uh, held items were not introduced. Instead of the drives and other usual held items, there will be an item that will be able to apply to a Pokemon an infinite amount of times. It's not technically an item, but the form change is a candy requirement. So that's true. I don't yeah. think I, I, don't, I wouldn't give that one to myself. Uh, but I'll let somebody else be the arbiter of that. Then again, I could just buy myself a pizza whenever I want. So I can't win. Um. Number four, we'll see no less than two community outroars, one of which will be from the GBL walking distance returning. Not happening. Uh, four or more paid day weekend events in the calendar year, not including GoFest, but including the Kanto Tour event. Technically speaking, the Safari Zones count. They are paid events. I would lump them as one. Yeah, but you could have gotten tickets for each of them. The problem is you can't buy. You couldn't have bought the tickets in this calendar year. They w- you would have had to buy them Last early twenty twenty one, early twenty twenty, when they got released. Um, yeah, and, and and I was more thinking the uh, like the Mister Rhyme event that happened in twenty twenty, which we have not seen. I wonder why. But maybe because <laughs> they didn't make enough money. I mean, they did a, well, the, they did the Galarian Snorlax, which would have been, but it was not a paid event. The what? Galarian. Uh, oh, sorry, Galarian uh, Slowpoke. Those were free. Yeah, so that wasn't a paid. I was expecting the Galarian Slowpoke event to be like a paid event, like the Mister Rhyme. Not the case. So I was wrong. Um. Yeah. So I probably the same core rules. This will. Uh. I'll put this up. December 1st, I'll give people a month. So anybody in our Discord or anyone wants to, win, to join the Discord, put up five predictions. Um, again, you don't have to be wholly original. You just can't be the same five as someone else. Uh, That's the benefit of commenting early is you get your picks in first. Yeah, don't, don't be super pansy, but like if you want that pizza, man, you got to... You had to dig deep. Um, and I think it's probably going to be by the end of the year, whoever has the most right. Because, like, getting all five right is, like, near impossible. Yeah. So. Um, and then it'll probably it'll probably be open December 1st, early morning December 1st, and then close 11.59, December 31st, 2021. And then we'll see what 2022 has to offer. So. We have... I might even open it up to like more beyond just PvP, just the game in general. Just so, game in general changes. Yeah, if you've got ideas of like community day, like a community day Pokemon, and it's move, boom, but not the starters. We already know the starters. That's that's <laughs> that's a pansy. It's a pansy predi- prediction. <laughs> you got to dig deep there. Um, like, meditate and uh, uh, med- meditate. Uh, yeah, meditate and shadow ball. Like, all right. Go for it. If you think we're that's going to happen in 2022, good on you, because I don't think it will. <laughs> <laughs> that one's not happening. 
uh Wismer judgment it's happening it's happening yeehaw chuckle clucks <laughs> big pink Wismer clucks Olicino you're gonna drop a bomb and I'm gonna laugh because you're gonna cannot catch yourself. Chuck you, Jodo, you're next. <laughs> nailed it. Ah, <laughs> uh, nailed it. All right. Uh let's finish off with the community question. We asked Out of all the starters, which line is your least favorite and why? This in relevance to the upcoming holiday season and having that one relative that just you you hate to see it. I was just thinking of like I didn't like Charmander. So, oh, okay, you know, well, go Charizard. for it. Um, I mean I don't like Charmander, Char- the Charizard line. We've talked about that. Boom! All right, all right, all right, all right, all right. Fine. No, no, I no. Your you, unbiased opinions, though. Why? I can have a spicy. But I just, I don't like Charizard. It's, it's overrated. It's bad in PvP. People that are using it, I'm like, why are you using this? It's bad, dude. Not good. Meanwhile, the Charizard Stevens box. Hey, man. Well, that's wild. Um, you said it was the Poplio line from Generation Seven. Yep. Um, let's see. Pokemon Radio at Pokemon Radio Pod on Twitter said it's got to be Tepic. Such a cute, fun first evolution. And then, best not discussed further. Uh, <laughs> let's see. Uh, C by at C by 2010 says seven generation starters only because I have no affiliation with them. No anime, no gameplay. I know nothing about them. That's Poplio, Litlio, and Rufflet. Could have been Rufflio. It would have ended all of them with O's yep. in the English translation, but they didn't. Uh, there's an additional reply that's hidden. Uh, let's see. Huh. I don't like that gif. <laughs> I don't like that gif at all. Uh, uh, Elijah uh, Modica, uh, at Elijah Modica on Twitter. I think it's got to be Tepic and company. Those pigs just look dumb. Um, yeah, I don't like that gif, Jesse. Yeah, I don't like that gif at all. <laughs> Who likes that? I don't, I don't like that. I don't like that at all. Uh, we did post that in our... Twitter or on our Discord. Uh, let's see. Uh, Jack of Hearts says Chimchar's line is my least favorite because it feels like it has the least possible use in Pogo. Uh, Winston the Champ says Cynical line and Chimchar line are my least favorites. Uh, also, congratulations, Winston the Champ. Uh, your Quilladin is now level 26. Um, <laughs> uh, let's see. And then his next one was the Snivy line. Uh, and that is... That is it. Those are our answers for our community question. Um, I have another fun community question. I've already brought it up to you. Um, your, what Pokemon is the Pikachu to your Ash? What is the, what is the Pokemon you would have as your buddy uh, for your Pokemon adventures? Be it your Pokemon Go or your like, if you were plopped into the, the anime or something, plopped into the world of Pokemon. As like Ash, and you were going on a Pokemon adventure. What was your buddy? What would hey, be? Don't your buddy make Pokemon? me an Ash. I'll never win. <laughs> well, do make you an Ash. You'll never age. <laughs> True. Then never again, win or never age. Then again, That's your the question. Your uh, your 
forever an 11 year old so it's one of those things of like you're very limited at a certain point in time you're kind of frustrated because there's a lot of stuff you can't do without donning a fake mustache and trench coat mustache yeah um i've been 11 years old for millennia i don't know because i've never been able to be the champion pikachu is still here the inner gamer of me says I want something that has three tiers because if that's something that's going to be with me for my entirety of my journey, mm-hmm. that's something that I want forever to accumulate experience. And most third tiers are the things that pop off the best because they're the long, the long runner. I, are we starting at the base form or just the one that we want in the end? Literally whatever. I don't know. That's a good question because longevity-wise, the first one that comes to my mind would be something like Dratini mm-hmm. for Dragonite later on. Mm-hmm. I mean, that line and other dragons kind of suck because they don't really pop off until late. But it's like Dragonite's just awesome. It's You can ride them. It's got a... It, both physically and defensively bulky. HM slave. Mm, Surf, fly, cut. I don't think it can learn cut. No? Well, I mean... It can learn strength. Realistically, like, uh, Dragon Claw is a good enough cut replacement. (laughs) I mean, my favorite Pokemon is Snorlax, but I don't think I could see that on an entire journey with me. Mm -hmm. I mean, I'm going easy. It's Vulpix. It doesn't have to evolve for me. I could be like Ash and Pikachu or Pikachu never evolves. Volpix is my buddy Pokemon. Yeah, I'm not sure on that one. You got two weeks. Yeah. Uh so we'll put it up as a tweet here. It'll probably go up on Friday when this podcast podcast goes up. Uh and then you can answer it in the Discord as soon as tonight. Um what is your partner Pokemon on your Pokemon adventure? Um, anything. Nothing's off the table. I mean, maybe Arceus. That'd be a little OP. Why Arceus when you could have Bidoof? Why have Arceus when you can have Dialga and turn back time? Maybe find a way? Song lyrics? No? If I could turn back time. If I could find a way? No? I don't know. I haven't pulled that one up for you. Um... And you may ask yourself, how did I get here? That's uh <laughs> Steven that's attempting to make jokes but not working. Uh no, it's not jokes. I'm just referencing a bunch of songs. Okay. Yeah. This is not my beautiful house. That is not my beautiful wife. And you may ask yourself, how did I get here? On the days go by. Okay. I think we're just gonna have, to have a up. karaoke episode at some nope. point. Nope, nope. I don't sing. <laughs> nope, I don't do karaoke. <laughs> I am not. Beers and you, you might change I am answer. not inebriated enough for this. Uh, thank you, everybody, for joining us. Special. Uh, we thought it would be diet. Guess what? We're just shy of two hours. So way to go! Woo! Uh, high fives, everybody. We've uh, we've done it. Uh, diet. Welcome to the Diet Battle Science Podcast, where we fill it in with artificial sweeteners. <laughs> Because we don't have any news to talk about. We fill it in with whatever other topics we want to. That Welcome to, uh, thank you for listening to the Diet Battle Science Podcast. Zero calories, same great taste.
Uh, I have been one of your hosts, Stephen, a.k.a. Boy in the Woods, joined, as always, by Jesse, a.k.a. RocketMJ. You can follow us over on Twitter at Battle underscore Science uh, for, uh, you know, uh, retweets of the sweet infographics and updates and maybe some memes, uh, you know, that kind of stuff. Uh, you can go over to twitch.tv slash battle science to catch our live streams of the battle science podcast, other gaming stuff that we do, uh, go battle nights is another one of those go battle nights coming up. Yep. They're not go battle days though. Go battle days. Is there one final one happening this season? Yes. I don't remember the date though. Oh, okay. It's at something, some point, um, Join our Discord. There is nothing that's stopping you from joining our Discord. Join our Discord. Come hang out with Join us. It. Shenanigans. Uh, and then you can go over to patreon.com slash battlescience and check out the Battle Science After Dark podcast for at least a dollar or more uh, as a Patreon backer or become a Patreon producer for $5 or more. Uh, thank you, everybody, for listening, hanging out with us on a wonderful evening, morning, however you're listening to this podcast we'll catch you out there on the battlefield <laughs>